When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal, Ellie Sprinthal, Ellie Nick, Andy Brent Bernard, Cassie Schrader. So your name is L.A. and his name is Ellie? <laughs> right. <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah, I Separated changed my name birth. to Ellie. Ellie. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. We have to do his commercial. Oh, God, that's right. I can't Jesus, forget. the show's I'm falling telling apart. You, man. This is like amateur hour over here with me doing it. And I'll leave uh, for one I day. forgot. Yeah, you have your live commercial. Go ahead. Thanks, Cassie. What's going on with Walzer? Uh, well, I have no idea. I'm just so <laughs> distracted by this. You know, we got a lot going on right now. We talked about that uh, this this morning, and I'll talk about it again. I ran into my good friend, Jason Leckler. We, he goes by J-Lo in the J-Lo. organization. Tom knows him. He used to run our Buick store. He's now up at Coon Rapids Nissan as the general manager, but he's found the side business selling used Dodge high-perf sports cars, and they're all on the Walzer Cool Car page. There's one on there. i got to do this from memory. It's a 09 Challenger SRT8, so that's the big motor. I think they're 450 horse back in 09. Six-speed manual, which is totally cool. Hemi orange. I mean, this car screams, look at me. Mm-hmm. Long, smoky burnouts. Uh, I think it only has like thirteen thousand miles on it, and it's twenty-five grand. Uh, don't you breathe a little word. harder, Ellie. Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Luke, I, I am your father. I'm your father. I'm listening about this car. I, I know, car. I love muscle cars. <laughs> All right. So, so, so if, you like, if you like muscle cars, go to walzer.com, hit the cool car section. There's all kinds of fun stuff in there. I will tell you, as a little addition to that, everyone who sees that 2013 Mustang 5.0 that I have just loves it. They, they lo- said, man, that car sounds wonderful. Yeah, those are cool. Thank I'll you. tell you, you must be advertising in the right place because every red light I stop at has a Walzer tag on it. <laughs> I'm serious. Mm-hmm. No you know, problem. every one. I'm on my bike, so I notice on no my problem. motorcycle. Every car has a Walzer thing it on does. it. It does. Every car. So you must does. be advertising in the right place. Well, and we've grown a lot. I've been with a company for a long time, and we tripled in size in the last five years. Everybody, you know. start looking. You'll notice every car you pull behind has a Walzer. <laughs> has thing. a Walzer. We're, we're gonna, and not all in Minnesota, obviously, but we're gonna sell thirty-five thousand cars this year. That just blows m- my mind, and they still don't pay very well. How, come, how come I don't uh, get ten, like ten dollars a car? I, I think. You should. I really should. Let's go on strike right yeah, after the anti Trump rally. Go ahead, take right us after out the, the anti Trump. Uh, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Now we can get to the There, now she gets to play your clown music. It's one of those. Benny days. Hill. This is Benny Hill. Oh, Benny, Benny Hill show. Yeah. And no one would have any idea if not for The Simpsons. <laughs> Really? Oh, I, I watched grew Benio. up on Benny Hill. Oh, yeah? I did too. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because they're the ones who... They like... had all hot chicks on that show, so every, every guy watched it. Mm. <laughs> I like Benny Hill. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Ten years ago, The Simpsons used the Benny Hill theme for some scene, and then everyone started using the Benny Hill theme. I will tell you, honest to God, last night I was sitting around, I got home, and I was sitting around, and I thought, yeah, I'll probably watch something on television. I went through 600 channels, and there was nothing on. Now, have you watched El- Woody Harrelson and LBJ yet? No, I do want to watch, watch that. that. I, I know this. I want to talk to you about this morning that Bobby Kennedy for president right. is just fabulous. I've given up television, 100%. It's terrible. I've, 100%. I haven't watched it at all. Zero. I don't, I don't really want to watch Family Feud, Celebrity Family Feud, Southern California <laughs> Celebrity Family Feud. It's like, God, what else? You got anything else? Yeah, they just keep mismatching him. Yeah, it's true. God, I just... They're scrambling. It's They are, they're scrambling. The networks are scrambling. Television is terrible. I've started to watch... And I hate to pick on the local news teams, but some of them are a, oh a little God. highly stylized, and I don't know that they're really... Highly stylized. You know what like I'm talking that. about. Yes, I do. Exactly. They're verging on man buns, and it's very fashionable. I'm like, if you're trying to attract <laughs> 20-year-olds, how is this strategy going to work? And, and I'll tell you, I, I mean, I know most of our local news people. They're all great people. Yeah. But... Whoever's producing those shows is not very good because <laughs> half the time they're looking at their own camera. They're, it's it's oh, yeah. a big mess. Cassie, are you producing the news show now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She works for Fox. And now Jeff Fessel. Yes, I know. I'm, the, I'm the proud what? owner of a new chainsaw. You oh. are? Yeah, I bought a chainsaw. He's so I don't excited. know. Is this, this is a warning? This is not a good well, idea. So going away, and I tell her we have to go and get a chainsaw. So she's like, all right. So she goes with me to Home Depot, and I pick out a chainsaw, and I buy a chainsaw. So she goes away to New York for a wedding, and she comes back, and she sees that I cut a branch off of a tree that was hitting the house. This tree was actually knocking on the window. Like the branch was Let hitting me the window. In. And she freaks out. I can't believe you cut a branch off a tree. I'm like, what do you think I was buying a chainsaw for? Yeah, what else are you going to do with it? To, well, <laughs> I, I don't know Nancy very well. I've only met her once. Lovely woman. I would just suspect that she freaks out a lot because of you. Because <laughs> yeah, of you, yes. Because of you. Well, everybody freaks out a lot because of me. But 
What did she think I was buying a chainsaw for? It is a good question. The, to, the, what? To Unless make a go cart out of it or something? Out of tree stumps or something. Like, like I, cor- I bought yeah, it to right. trim the trees. Yeah. I understand that. That makes total now sense. Now she to me. calls me a tree killer. And it's not going to kill the tree. No, it's, in fact, it's if you don't trim the tree, the tree yeah, you'll kill right. the tree. You're 100% correct. There's so Ellie no Nick bought a big farm resort out in Dayton, and now he's gone from a city dweller to a country guy. He I bought a Tom's. tractor, a country manor. He has a tractor and a chainsaw. I do. I now a four wheeler. I have a four wheeler too. It's true. Yeah. Well, what better? Well, there's no better life in the world. You know yeah. why? It's it, it's really really peaceful out there. If you don't watch TV and don't look at social media, you're in bliss. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. How <laughs> serious? You're yeah. in bliss. The second you look at Facebook feed or anything else. Blood misery. pressure goes up and it you get all misery. pissed. Yeah. It is misery. You're absolutely right. Ellie, I have a, a two-year-old granddaughter, and then I just had a grandson uh, last week. So we're over at their house on Sunday night because we were out of town, so we celebrated Father's Day on Sunday. Or Monday, excuse me. So we're over at my daughter's house, Andy's sister's house. No, it was Sunday. No, it was Monday. Catherine sent me a picture Sunday of you holding the baby. That was Monday. Stop fighting. It's bad yeah, radio. That was, that was Monday. But in any case. Yeah, it was Monday. My favorite thing that happened. The two-year-old, Fawny, little Fawny River. So we have sage advice and Fawny River. We're in good shape. But anyway. So oh, Dan, her dad, my son-in-law, is uh, walking along and she grabs his pants pocket and goes, Pocket. Pocket. And he goes, that's right, Fawn, it's a pocket. What should Daddy put in his pocket? Oh, Catherine's not going to. That's great. It, right in the middle of a story. <laughs> Why are you knocking? Just come in. Oh, it's locked probably. Is it? It's not locked. Why did you knock it oh, on? It was. is locked. Yeah, oh. it's, it's locked. Thanks Liar. for showing up. You're welcome. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'll just tell him the story but about Monday night. So Fawn grabs the her pocket, dad's pocket sorry. and says, Pocket, pocket. And he said, that's right, Fawn, it's a pocket. What should Daddy put in his pocket? There's about a 10-second pause. She goes, poop. <laughs> I love little kids for that well, very reason. Well, that's what little reason. kids think about, poop and food. Yeah, that's it, poop and food, that's it. That's all of little kids' well, life. food and poop. Oh, look who got her hair done today. Oh, that's why nice. she's I did late. get my hair a surprise. done today. Yeah. That's nice. Nice, nice job noticing. I miss that. I'm getting in trouble all the time. Oh, you can't miss it. Oh, no, I wouldn't know. You can't miss that. I no. have. Yeah. <laughs> I've never noticed. I If someone left the room, changed clothes, and came back in, I wouldn't notice. If you lopped off an arm, you wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? Did you have two arms before? Yeah, what happened? When did it's that just happen? a flesh wound. You might have. It's true. Alan Sugar, the host of BBC One's The Apprentice, came under fire Wednesday morning for a tweet he posted about the Senegal World Cup team, which compared (laughs) the football players to people selling sunglasses and handbags on the beach. How is that even offensive? I don't think it is. Maybe you've never seen them. I recognize some of these guys from the beach in Marbella. Multitasking, resourceful chaps. Sugar wrote in a, the in the since deleted tweet, which was accompanied by a picture of Senegal's World Cup team, along with snapshots of rows of sunglasses and handbags. I still don't see why that's offensive. I don't either. It's don't a get joke. It I don't even get it. Many users were quick to call the tweet racist. Uh-huh. Of course they were. How is that racist? Those I don't even know what it those means. Those people that sell the stuff, sunglasses, handbags, they're really resourceful. I noticed yeah. one, I noticed one day it was, it was bright and sunny, and it started 
started raining, and in one second, I don't know where they came from, but all of a sudden they all had umbrellas, and they were selling umbrellas I in know. one second. I know. It's unbelievable. Like the handbags were gone. It was all umbrellas. They have a warehouse. Um, I'm warning people over there that love to throw that out. The word racist isn't going to end up meaning nothing it already if you don't stop. Much has. It's getting there. Yeah, it really is. I agree. This is not racist in any way. It's not even offensive in any way. He was joking about resourceful people. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't. I don't even get the joke. Doug? Really, I don't, I don't get, get the it joke either. either. Nah, it's not funny. I mean, it's. I you know, who started, they, you know who started all this? Hmm. The Masters. Remember, was it twenty really? years ago? Was it Gary McCord? Was an announcer at the Masters. Yep. And he made a, cr- a joke about um, the greens are so fast, fast they must have bikini waxed them. Right. And they fired him. And they for, fired him from that. What? Yep. He's not even allowed on the ground. Well, look at Howard. Augusta. Look at oh Howard. The first case of this. Howard Cosell was the first case. That little uh, monkey. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he got fired. Oh, though. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yeah, really? Are you kidding me? I don't remember. <laughs> Instantaneously. That. I remember him saying that. Yeah, he got fired. Look at that little monkey run. He was That's never on TV again. Even though he had said that about white people earlier, that's just something he said. Yeah, that was his yeah. phrase. You know, so See, I'm telling you, you're going to have to discern people from people who do think, like, again, I fully admit, because I have a 30-inch inseam and 37-inch arms, I'm built like a monkey, like an ape. I am. I just have a very broad chest and shoulder, deep chest and no broad shoulder. No one's disagreeing with you, honey. You don't <laughs> That's right. To... No, I'm just te- but they got to calm down with all of this. Well, everything's uh, racist and everything's horrible. And he I... really should have a different job anyway, because you know what his title is? What? Lord Sugar. Lord Sugar. <laughs> so why go. wouldn't wow. he? Why wouldn't he start a candy company with that I, name? I actually knew a guy in North. Minneapolis, whose name was Lord Sugar. He was a cocaine dealer. Well, oh, really? oh, I'm not I guess he could Lord sell coke, too. You know, even Muhammad Ali tried to stick up for Howard Cosell yeah, he did. and get him back. Well, they were friends, weren't they? Yeah, yeah really, they were good good friends. really good yeah. friends. Yeah, and it didn't matter. He got deemed. No, Once you get matter. deemed, race, yep. you're just done. Mm-hmm. I remember there was it's a bit true. where Ali impersonated Howard Cosell oh, and Cosell yeah. impersonated Muhammad yeah. Ali. It was great. Oh, and the they did a pretty good job, both of them. Yeah. Those guys were entertaining, man. No, that's, when, that's when television right. actually was entertaining. It was watchable. Yeah. It was watchable. I, we were just talking, Catherine, about the fact that I sat there last night and you were on the couch and I was in the chair. I went through 600 channels <laughs> and there was nothing on to watch. That's why I've canceled I TV. He ended up putting it on Shazam. Yeah, I bought, we ended up watching Shazam because I like the music business. Which I was surprised. We actually knew some of the songs. Yeah, we knew some of the, I didn't know anything <laughs> after about 1999. Shazam a show? I know it's an app. Oh, Shazam it's is a, a show. Yeah, a Beat show. Shazam oh. it's called. Yeah, it's yeah. called Beat Shazam. Oh, okay. It's Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is the host, and he has a young female DJ who plays all the music, and then you have to guess. She plays. You have to beat, you have to beat the yeah, app. Yeah, Beat Shazam. Because there's a, there's a little thing that expires, and... We watched um, a Woody Allen movie last night. It, it was okay in parts, but I kept having to use Shazam because I, I, I know the, who were these guys. It was like the Mills Brothers and all the sorts. Oh, of yeah, the Mills Brothers. It was Brothers. set on the boardwalk, Coney Island in 1950 with Kate Winslet. And she was terrific, but the movie was just, yeah, i got to ask you a question. Oh, which you one is know. that? What's the, <sighs> is that the one where she was that. living in this little apartment? She's living with Jim Belushi, and she falls in love with... Uh, um, Justin Timberlake what plays year? a light. Oh, what year that's was one that? I do not know. Uh, the movie's only a year old or so. Is that the one with, with Andrew Dice Clay in it? No. Oh, yeah, I remember Andrew Dice Clay in the movie. I know what you're talking about. No, yeah, he's, he's not in this one. Okay. Remember the great line uh, Jim Belushi Paulie had? Walnuts and uh, uh, Big 
Pussy have a, a cameo, have a, a cameo on it. Yeah. They, mo- they play sense. mobsters, oddly that enough. Is, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Paulie <laughs> Walnuts actually was a mobster. Yeah, I do know I that. I think that's <laughs> all he plays in anything. Well, that's what he was. He yeah. was a mobster, yeah. and they hired him. Uh, Jim Belushi in a movie about last night. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, we're talking about prevaricators, about liars, people lying. Well, there, I just this new story just popped up. The four banks you de- should deposit your money in. Yeah, that's not a commercial at all. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a real news story. Does it story. say sponsored on there somewhere? Yeah, does it? So uh, he walks up to this really attractive woman in a bar, and she, she he, go, he goes, hi, how are you? And she goes, hi, hi, how are you? So what do you do? And he goes, well, let me ask you a question. Are you a fan of boxing? And she says, no. And he goes, I'm the heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> he finds out she knows nothing about. Yeah, and he does this. He does the whole deal. I I don't know that stuff. I I find that. Uh, oh God, uh, Brad Pitt says he's done being nice in a custody battle with Angelina Jolie. Is that still going on? Oh yeah. yeah. Thought, oh, yeah. She was going to move him to, like, Senegal or yeah. something. I thought, wacky they, kids. I thought they broke up, like, five years ago. They They're did. still fighting about the they kids five years later? They are wacky kids. They're, well, the wacky people, period. Yeah. No, I mean... Brad and Angelina oh, yeah. are the, wacky kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kids, I don't know their kids. They probably have nice kids. Although I think they look a lot like people who would sell handbags and sunglasses <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> I mean, honest to God. They Brad Pitt does, They have sure. to be very confused kids by now. Oh, God, oh, can yeah. you imagine? They have to be. Can Just jet set it all over the world and get whatever they want and, and you know... Well, these kids have to be teenagers by now, yeah, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they so why look, are you having custody battles about teenagers? They look like they're like maybe 12 and 10. Well, 12 and 10. If yeah, I have to guess. still have custody battles. You could probably find Don't out. They've got a bunch of kids. Didn't they adopt a bunch yeah, of kids? Yeah, I think, I think they, they have like, like a six. football team. They have six children. Six. Yeah. Oh, six, six. Yeah. Three of whom like were 10. adopted internationally. I should mention, Ellie, by the way, that there are some fathers who are good at it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you wouldn't know that, but there is some that are. <laughs> she just starts laughing. I love that. See, great support for Papa. Right speak whenever you like. Yeah, I know. You're amazingly tongue-tied. Ellie's going to uh, University of Michigan tomorrow for two and a half weeks for debate camp. Ooh, oh, debate camp. You're gonna learn how you to argue. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You gonna say that to somebody? No. Do, what? do, do they give you a topic in advance? Debating? Okay, sorry. Yeah, we have like a year-long topic, and next year is going to be um, reducing restrictions on legal immigration. The secret of debating is even if you're wrong, never give up. Never right. give just up. Keep don't calling. ever admit you're wrong, <laughs> or just don't listen to Nick. A bad idea. I did a debate, and it was the worst thing I ever experienced because my teammates did not prepare. Oh, oh um, hey. So I had to just keep... That'll work. Doing mine over and over because I think we had something like 10 minutes, and I'm like, mm. as I said before and cannot emphasize enough. You know, let <laughs> me just say worst. again. <laughs> I'll say it over and over for 10 minutes. Are you doing the kind of <laughs> debate where everyone just spreads the entire time? Um, spreading. Spreading. Well, yeah. Speed um, reading. Spreading. Yeah. yeah. Spreading. Because I listen to a college debate oh, it's that's horrible. almost unintelligible. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get used to it. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I, I, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. I'll tell you, when I was in high school as a sophomore at North High School, I asked to be on the debate team, and the coach teacher said no. Hmm. And I said, why can't? Why can't I? He goes, because you always get angry. 
It's like, well, that'd be kind of colorful on a debate team, wouldn't it? Every... Threatening to kill someone over a debate in <laughs> That's not high a school. debate. That's not That's a fighting. Debate. I've had multiple radio producers in this town tell me, oh, you're too opinionated to be on our show. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you can't have an opinion anymore. No. Too uh, opinionated. We will be right back in just a couple of seconds. Catherine made it. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie was here before you were, but other than that. We will be right back, Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, Attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Well, deadlift. Well, we're <laughs> welcome so. back to the Tom Bernard Show. How are you doing? He's Who wants to talk about race or politics? Yeah, what's up with him? I don't know. He just keeps leaving. Well, he's really, really, really dedicated to his Fitbit steps. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. dedicated. Hey, he's got to get those steps in. Yeah. No, it was about steps. I promised somebody I'd do something, and unlike most people, I do what I say I'm going to do. That's <laughs> the big difference. Well, hey, Minnesota's getting, uh, we're losing again. our only claim to fame. What's that? The ball of twine. Florida is making the biggest mall in America. Yeah, they are. So, yep. Mall of America is not so important. Well, anymore. actually, to tell you the truth, the Mall of America, by store count, is not the biggest mall in America anyway. The King of Prussia Mall in Pennsylvania is the biggest mall in America yeah, by who store wants count. to go to Pennsylvania? Oh. Pennsylvania is a beautiful state. Um, <laughs> mall of America is the biggest mall by square footage because yeah. they have the amusement park. Uh, do you know what the square not footage by store of the MOA is? What's that? What's the square footage of the MOA? I do not know. I don't five it's a lot. billion. It's a lot. Five billion. <laughs> Let's a, see it's, because it's, it's, it's up. It's but we don't America. charge. We don't charge sales tax on clothing, which is one of the That's reasons why true. people That's come very here. Very true. So, Four point two million square feet for the Mall of America. Six point two for the new Florida one. Where's the Florida one in? Um, Florida, West Palm Beach. Right? Miami. That's right. Miami. Oh, Miami doesn't surprise me. Really? No. Of course it's Miami. Yeah. Actually, it does, it does surprise, surprise me. I would have well, guessed Orlando. I would think Orlando area. Yep, that's more too. tourist. Well, yeah, cheaper land. Yeah, cheaper yeah. land. I mean, where are you going to put yeah, it? Where would true. they put yeah, it in Miami? Miami's pretty much built up completely. They have the Everglades Mall. Put it right there on OBT. Yeah, where are they going to put it? Ah, uh, that I can't It's going to have to be west of the Turnpike. 
Yeah, it will have to be west of the turnpike. There's no, there's no room yeah, east no of the room. turnpike. But then they have the Sawgrass it's, Mills Mall there. Unless they knock in Sawgrass Mall's mill down, because that has a lot of property around it. It's actually right off the turnpike. It has 2,000 hotel rooms and 1,200 stores. Oh, my God. That's like... With malls dying all over the place, they decided to build a jumbo mall. Well, this is like 2,000 hotel rooms and 1,200 stores. That's a a metropolitan area indoors. It is a Do they say who's behind it? Is it somebody from another country? It's not really. Is it the Dalmatian uh, brothers, as Sydney once said? <laughs> the the Grammatians. He called yeah. them the Dalmatians. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me say something. I talked to the Dalmatians yesterday. They're going to build a huge ball. The, the Dalmatian brothers. Don't forget that day. Because the Mall of America is <laughs> okay, owned by Armenians. There's people from right. Armenia. It's yeah, they're, they're triple Germanian. five. So. Same people. Oh, same people. So yep. it's the same people. Yeah. They got not, Edmonton, not a surprise. They got Edmonton. They get the Mall of America. Now they're going to yep. have the Mall of Cuba. So, it, <laughs> so is Mall of America Mall losing of um, shops with every all these retailers? Closing they're actually up? planning a second phase. Yeah, they're making that. more of it. Yeah. Yeah. But they have lot. You know, they lost. The whole anchor store model is kind of evolving. That's going away. Best Buy, I think, pulled out of the mall. Yeah. Best Buy did pull out, yeah. Anchor and stores are not gone, a thing, or are they really? still there? They're still hanging in there. I thought they were gone. No, oh. I think they're still hanging. So I think the new model is more smaller shops yes. and entertainment. And, and now they have, have now they have apartments in the Mall of America. They do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. they opened up apartments. So you can go to Rick Bronson's, get drunk as hell, and then just walk home. Yeah. Or you could just go to the movie theater and pass out one of the park yeah, lounges. I heard those that that's a nice theater now. I haven't been there yet. I want to try it, although I will tell you, and it sounds a little bit like get off my lawn. Mm-hmm. This whole, you know, eating dinner in the movie theater. I don't want to eat somewhere else. I don't want to just... smell somebody's food while I'm no, not eating. I agree. Yeah. You don't like a nice salami tray right next to you? <laughs> no. Yeah, <a> salami <laughs> tray with and, and I hate when people when you get on the, when you get on the plane and somebody brings a Whopper Junior oh, or a Whopper God, on the reeks. plane in their bag and then they wait till you get in the air and they start eating this Whopper next to you and it stinks and you're oh, like I don't God. want to be sitting next to a person eating a Whopper. Like I like Burger King hamburgers, but I, do too. I could not even think of eating a Whopper. I love Whoppers. There's I have way about too two much stuff month. on it. I no, could never eat a Whopper. You. I could eat a Whopper Junior. Yeah. Whopper Juniors are okay. I could eat a Whopper Junior. There you go. Baby okay. Junior. God, Frank Caliendo was on the morning show. He's oh, coming he? to town on August 14th and 15th. That guy is one funny human being, I'm telling you. <laughs> he, was, he was having a discussion between God and Morgan Freeman. That was funny. And they both <laughs> had this Morgan Freeman's voice. <laughs> well, Morgan Freeman played God in a couple. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he he played God in a couple so movies. how'd I do? Well, the couple of berries you didn't do too well. <laughs> it was very, very funny. Yeah, Frank is great at Frank is great imitations. He's doing. He's not working on any new voices at all. Keep, people keep asking him, "Are you going to do new voice?" He goes, "No, I'm not going to do that." I saw. I saw just a blurb that something said Jim Carrey's back. What's he got something new? Oh out? yeah, he's got a horrible movie that nobody's watching. Hmm. Oh, that thing looks terrible. Yeah. What is it? Well, he's uh, nuts. You do know remember. he's crazy. Oh, he's nuts. Yeah. He's crazy. But you know, he did put out some pretty good stuff in oh, the past. I, you know, the mask and all that. I thought was. Well, before that, I didn't really care for the mask. But... Ace, Ace, Pet, Pet Detective. Oh, Ace 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 just a pretty it's funny a stuff. Those were funny. And Saturday Night Live, he was pretty good. He was pretty funny. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he was very funny on uh, In Living Color. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was hilarious at Fire Marshal. Fire Marshal. That's, that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah. my God, that bit was funny. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Yeah, then he did that. The cable. Was it the cable guy? That yeah. Was cable guy. That was horrendous. I loved Ace Ventura. Yeah. Ace Ventura was that Those were funny. Brilliant. Now, I liked the cable guy. Did you ever see, and it was weird. a serious movie called The Eternal Sunshine of the, the Spotless, Spotless Mind. Mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was actually, I thought he was really good yeah, in that. Yeah, he was good in that. You know what he was good in? There was a... Uh, Oh, actually, sorry. I was, I was, You're thinking of uh, Abbott Costello. No, <laughs> no, I was thinking of Nicolas Cage. I, I don't like Nicolas Cage at all in any movie. Nobody does except for me. But he was like good him. in Matchstick Man. Did you see that movie? Yeah, he's. I think he's That he's movie he was actually a really good actor in. I think he's very entertaining. He's. Uh, I've interviewed him a few times. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, but he's just the same person in every movie. Yeah, it's like Except Matchstick Man. He's a totally mm-hmm. different person in that movie. Right. I've decided, by the way, that if I ever do become like a professional wrestler, or I need a fake name. <laughs> you better hurry up. Something, yeah, I gotta. I better pick up the pace. Is uh, there a senior edition? I'm gonna go with the name Jesse Fraley. Why Jesse? Because there's Fraley. already a Ace Fraley and a Jesse Ventura and an Ace Ventura, so now there would be a Jesse Fraley. We just complete the circle. You got okay. some strange logic, my friend. What do you mean you don't get it? I don't understand. They your... took Jesse's last name and Ace Fraley's first name. Put them yeah, together, Ace Ventura. I get that. So I would take Jesse's first name and Ace Fraley's but last I name. But I don't think they actually together. did do that. I think they just, the name was just Ace Ventura. I know. It was like Ford Fairlane. They didn't think of Ace of Ace Freely, and they didn't think Ace of Jesse Freely's Ventura. A really good guy. He was just in the Ace studio a, guy, yeah. a couple months ago. Oh, was he? Great guy. A little bit of a boozer, but... Oh, yeah, well, my favorite part of that day, uh, Don Felder was in studio, uh, Rick Nielsen from, uh, Cheap Trick. from Cheap Trick was there, one of the Ace hardest Fraley, working bands in the world, and Gene Simmons, they were all four in studio, so we had a, just a magnificent day, it was really... Was Gene wasn't obnoxious? Gene is always really nice to me, always oh, I mean, towards, must be I mean, the only guy on the planet, I think he's the biggest a-hole, yeah, he's that's not, what everybody says. He's not nice usually. He is always. He will not shake your hand. He'll do the fist bump, but he won't shake hands. But I went to lunch with him about thirty years ago, and he's always been very nice. Did to you me. pick up the check? No, Sydney hmm. did. My old Sydney guitar player. So that's not it. My Sid, old guitar Sid Hartman, and, Sid Hartman, and Gene Simmons at oh the same time. Should have taped. Should have taped that lunch. I should have. Yeah. I have. So. So what do you think about my friend Bobby Knight? Bobby Knight, unbelievable. <laughs> um, we all go into Lastman's office, and Gene Simmons is a pretty big guy. Actually. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude. I don't know if people realize how big he is, but yeah. he's a big guy. Yeah. So everybody's sitting down. I stand up like, eh, whatever. I'll just stand up. That'll be good. And Lastman said, yeah, Gene, do you want my chair? He goes, no, no, no. I'll just hop up on the desk. Boom! The whole thing <laughs> collapsed. Gene, Gene and Paul are both very tall men. Yeah, they are. Yeah. That, that, that was one of the things, if you, if you remember, Kiss, you had to be as tall as them. And they had a hard time finding anybody as tall as them. They so did. They had apparently, you didn't have to be a very good musician, apparently. You just yeah, had to be tall. Come on. First couple of Kiss albums were pretty good. I was talking about this morning that, that, that by accident I had lunch one day with Robert Plant, but I didn't know it was Robert Plant. I was at the Carnegie Deli in New York. And they have the long bench tables, and everybody sits wherever they that sit. That has the caricatures all over the yeah. wall, right? Yeah. Yes. I've eaten there a couple it's times. It's closed now. Oh, is yes. it really? Yeah, they closed it. God, place been around forever pickle. since, like, they the went, 40s. They it? went all home delivery. That's they all they do now is home yeah. delivery. But anyway, I'm sitting there, and this gigantic blonde man comes in, <laughs> and he sits down next to me. So I'm talking. He's about as far away as you are, and yeah. we're talking for, like, 45 minutes. And I all of a sudden, because he's, like, 6'2", his shoulders like this yeah, wide. Big dude. He's a huge guy, not fat at all. He's just huge. Yep. And I all of a sudden realized that it was 
it was him, but I didn't bring it up to him. Oh, that's cool. So he never knew that I recognized him at the very end. But he was a very, very nice guy. Really I bet he wants to remember shaking his hand. His hand was massive, man. Huge it's like hands. he golfed my hand. <laughs> I, I, huge I am hand. terrible at recognizing famous people. Oh, I can I never am. figure out who they are. Your mom and I were going on a cruise. This is before you were even invented. And we're going through customs. Don't say it like that. Made you in a test tube. We're going through customs. sewing your body parts together. <laughs> midnight in uh, the Caribbean. And I looked over in the line, and there was a kind of a middle-aged, schlubby-looking dude with a uh, younger wife and a couple of I was kids. not and there, your line. It lying. wasn't you. <laughs> and I said, hey, I think that was one of my professors in, in college. And your mom looks at me and looks at him and goes, that's Oliver Stone, you idiot. Okay. So you're just like Nancy. Nancy thinks everybody who's nobody is somebody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's wonderful. that, that, that I, I'm not good at recognizing people either. Yeah. It all of a sudden dawns on me, oh, wait a minute, that was Robert Plant. Well, you know, a lot of these people don't, it's, they're hard to recognize, actually. Yeah, they are. I mean, you, they don't look like they look like on television or, yeah. or in Well, in without print. makeup and their hair done and yeah, lighting. I mean, yeah, it's hard to tell who a lot of them are. are. Alex no, is really no, good no. at recognizing people. She's really good. She saw Bob Dylan one day, and nobody and we, else was paying any attention. Yeah, we were getting pedicures in New York one time, and she's like, that's Brooke Shields. I'm like, why would Brooke Shields be in, like, doesn't she have her own personal pedicurist who no, comes you, to her honey. house? That's <laughs> you that has her own personal. <laughs> foot rubber? No, it's her foot and her kids. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, really? That's, that's just her? like, that's the Whole Foods grocery store at, at, on uh Fairfax and Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, it's yeah. the only grocery store that anybody lives in the Hollywood Hills can go to. So if you go there 10 out of 10 times, there's an A-lister in their grocery shopping. Yeah, just, it would make sense. That's the way it is. That would make sense. I, which is, I don't know, it's kind of nice people run across somebody famous. And yeah, nobody bothers them there. No, God, no. no well, that's I, why a lot of them live in New York, because for the most part, they don't get bothered. Just, right. Oh, somebody was just talking to me about that, as a matter of fact, that they live in New York because nobody knows. It. Nobody cares. I guess they didn't even know who John Lennon was. What? He didn't look enough like himself, I guess, that people just go right by him. Well, that, that was the case for David Bowie. There's, yeah, David yeah. Bowie could walk around New York all day, and nobody knew who he was. That's oh, weird, because he's got a definite, distinct Yeah, look, but he would wear know. a baseball cap and, and a jacket, yeah, and you just would that, not know who he is. Once you do that, you, you got no shot at picking somebody out of yeah. the crowd. There's yeah. no way. But yeah, God, somebody else, they moved to New York so nobody would know who he is. Well, he's most, a huge Most star. big celebrities move to New York because yeah, they, do. they don't yeah. get bothered. Yeah. Well, it's the it's only true. people that can afford to live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another part of it. See, two-bedroom apartment, that'll oh, be $400,000 know a month. <laughs> that is true. Um, Especially if you want to live in a decent neighborhood. I forgot they sent that to you. Is that from Molina? Molina, yeah. yeah no. He sent cards to everybody. Did he really? He's so God, sweet. I miss him. I, w- I wish I had his handwriting. I ha- I got, got a happy Father's Day if I hadn't, I consider you to be my father. That's the second time oh, this week man. somebody considers me to be their father. Jay, uh, there's uh, Tevin, yep. you know Tevin Pittman? Yep. Oh, yeah. He sent me Happy Father's Day from your black son. <laughs> <laughs> which, one, which one? Did he have no. to? Oh! That one yeah, there's JB. He pointed out that he was black to you. No, I, I just, it was very sweet that he, he said he considers oh, me to be his father guy. figure. And, and Melina said the same thing that I'm, you know. He said, I don't know where my life would be if I didn't know you. It was wow, very sweet. Yeah, he's really a very sweet. nice guy. He is indeed. I'm going to no. tear up. Well, Catherine's already tearing up over there. What's that all about? Blowing your nose. and. has got allergies. No, that was just. 
pollen. Snot. <laughs> it was just snot. That was it. It all works out in the end, though. But I, I just, I don't know. It, it's life is an interesting place. That's all I know. It so, really, how it, was uh, Sage Bob doing? Sage Bob Square Sage Bob Squarepants is phenomenal. See, we got a nickname, honey. Aww. We got Fawny River and Sage Bob. Well, his name is Sage Robert. Is Sage, Sage Bob, Bob Squarepants. Bob Squarepants. <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. He Sage Bob Squarepants. <laughs> he can. It was weird. He's five so days grandson. old. He's five. five he's days a really, old. really cute On kid. On Monday, yeah, he's a very cute kid. Yeah. Looks a lot like his grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> says um, no one. Says, says no one. But I'm holding him, and he's five days old, and he leans back and looks up at me. Like, mm-hmm. Wow. I was like, what the hell? Okay, the How can he pose. support that head? The bigger babies seem to yeah, be. Um, yeah. All three of my boys in the hospital. Well, I thought you were talking about Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big baby. I have to hold his head up. No. Uh, <laughs> Do you burp him? Yeah, yeah I have you to burp, burp him. him. Burp him. Yeah. But no, my kids, uh, the in still when we were in the hospital, they were holding their own heads up. Right, so How big yeah. are your kids? They were big boys. I mean, you're by not the time, very big. I mean, Alex well, they, isn't either. They were, mm-hmm. you know, textbook size, but okay. by the time textbook they were one, size. all three of my that boys weighed 30 pounds. Good God. We used to fight on who had to carry them because they weren't walking yet at one years old either. Oh, boy. Oh. We, 30 uh, pounds gets heavy quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. ELO. I love that song. ELO's that is my band. happy place song. Is it? Yes. ELO is a good band. Well, the sun's oh, finally that in, shining. It's that was rainy. in um, 
Was that the Guardians of the Galaxy song? Yep, that's the one where Groot's dancing. Yep. Groot. We, I actually Baby just Groot. watched that a couple days Electric ago. Electric Light Orchestra. Yep, exactly. Is Joyce ready to go? Yep. yep. Joyce Short, how are you, Joyce? I'm doing well, Tom. How are you? Marvelous. Um, I I do li- I love the topic. I really do. Uh, because, you know, I, I look, I was raised by my mother and my sisters. I was raised by women. I'm married to a very strong woman. Uh, I have a very hard time, Joyce, and I'll get this out of the way and we'll focus. I have a really hard time that any believing that anyone in Hollywood didn't know what Harvey Weinstein was doing. I knew about it, and I live in Minnesota. So I don't understand why people are claiming, oh, I didn't know anything about that. You're lying. You knew all about it, right? Of course they're lying. Yeah. So there you go. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? <laughs> <laughs> well, Joyce, it's kind of negative. No, no, I know he's still guilty as can be, but, but I yeah. think... I think Certain people like to project this image that they're all innocent. They knew, and they a lot by not saying anything. Didn't, don't you think they kind of aided and abetted him? Well, of course, and unfortunately, that's what society does, and that's why we need to change our laws. Yes, we need to make it very obvious that this behavior is aiding and abetting, and that the behavior of Weinstein is a crime, uh, yes. and it was overlooked. Uh, it wasn't, uh, uh, you know, pe- people didn't uh, recognize it as such. Uh, they just simply really don't understand what the term consent really means. And that yeah. is fundamental and the key to making a difference in shutting down rape mentality. We have to have laws that specifically state what consent means. We don't. In fact, uh, in Bill Cosby's trial, the very first question that the jurors asked the judge was, what's the meaning of consent? And guess what he said to them? Hmm. He said, use your common sense. Oh, because no. in the state of, I couldn't you not, in the state of Pennsylvania, consent is, uh, you know, there is no definition for consent in the laws of Pennsylvania. Bad news for you. There's no definition for consent in the laws of New York either. Mm, that's amazing. I, uh, Isn't it? Do you know who Frank Caliendo was, the very famous uh, impressionist and comedian? What, what's the name again? Frank Caliendo. He's phenomenal. A great impression. He would No, that's fine. That's not a problem, Joyce. But I, the reason I brought him, him up is because he does impressions of famous people. He's fantastic at it. But he said it's really affected his business and all other people like him because the safest impression to do in mixed company was Bill Cosby. You know, many oh, years funny. ago. Yeah, Bill Cosby was the safest guy to do because everybody loved Bill Cosby. Not anymore. It was completely anymore. shocking <laughs> to hear what a creep it was. was. Yeah, it was. I was floored. Joyce, I, I, I loved Bill Cosby my whole life. And then about, what, a year before this all came down? When we met Bill Cosby, a few years. A few years, yeah. We went backstage and spent some time with Bill Cosby, and he was very nice. And he wanted to take a picture, and he, you know. So I'm like, oh God, I, I met one of my idols, and it, he was very nice. It's so great. About 18 months later, two years later, it's like, what? You couldn't. I, I guess they don't have any telltale signs, do they, Joyce? It's very, very difficult. Yeah. To- see any telltale signs in somebody that's a 
sociopathic kind of personality. Right. Uh, they just don't have emotional empathy. Uh, there's nothing in their demeanor that is going to connect you to, you know, they're having a really a disordered uh, moral reasoning. Uh, do, they don't have a conscience. Right. Do you think so of these? Something do, do you think of these people like Harvey Weinstein and and, and him? If they had, didn't have the position of power that they had, that, that they would never have fell into this. You think the power gave them, you know, the opportunity? Mo- yeah, and, and then and and the, yeah, the opportunity and the motive to do is you know to have this happen. They are who they are. What what the power did for them was give them access to a greater amount of people. Right, right. They would have done this no matter what. So you don't they think have, you don't think power could change a regular person into being a slime ball like that? Uh, you know, you have to go back to the concept of what creates uh, your morality and your your moral reasoning. Uh, and if you look at uh, DSM uh, and you study what actually uh, goes into making a person who's character disordered, uh, then you'll see that, it, that there's a combination of both DNA as well as develop, developmental issues. So uh, not everyone who is who has the DNA to become uh, I'm going to use the colloquial term sociopathic, right? Uh, because sociopathic is actually not a medical definition. Uh, if you look at the medical definition, you'll look at terms like uh, uh, antisocial personality disorder. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. What we call a sociopath or a psychopath is really just kind of a generic definition that we apply to them. Uh, but you'll see that uh, even people that are really scholars in uh, neuropsychology will tell you that there's a combination of both uh, their infrastructure, their brain infrastructure, as well as the developmental issues that they encounter very early on in life. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, after, you get, you know, after you get to a certain point in your life, uh, impacts, you know, you can create PTSD, you can create things that will... Uh, change your behavior, but will it actually change your morality? Will it actually change whether you have a conscience about what you're doing? Right. That makes total sense. I, don't, I, don't, you know, I can't see yeah. ever getting in that position, ever doing that, no matter how much power somebody gave me. I just wouldn't no, be able to do it's it. it's not who you are. Right. So, but I, exactly. I, just, I see, I hear so many stories of the casting couch story of oh, casting God, agents yes. in, oh, in yeah. L.A. There's, there's just must be so many of them that do it. You know, Joyce, I do want to ask you. Matter of fact, there are three women in studio here as well, Joyce. Do you think women have a pretty good sense? Can they tell when a guy is dangerous or not? Do you think there's oh, just unfortunately, some... no. No, Tom, can't do I it? That, I wish it were true. Well, I, uh, But yeah. these people are very good at what they do. Uh, they're practiced at it. They go through an entire lifetime of deceiving people and... Uh, becoming better and better and better at it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, a lot of them, when they go to a therapist, and very very rarely will they go to a therapist, because for them, the whole world is crazy. They're not. Yeah, uh, and the whole world should be changing. Uh, they're right, and everybody else with morality is a sucker and wrong. Uh, now, that and, describes O.J. to a, to a T. Yeah, he's... Uh, I mean, of course. Uh, O.J. Yeah, was, are, O.J. You know, was really had those... 
Yeah, if you look at uh, DSM's formula for calculating the quantity or the ratio of disordered people, I'm, I'm talking about morally disordered people mm-hmm. in society, uh, DSM pins that at, at about 16%. And those are the people that are really flagrantly disordered, but it's a spectrum disorder. Uh, you don't have to be a ghoul in order to be a psychopath. No. Uh, you need to be a person who simply doesn't have emotional empathy, doesn't relate to the pain of other people, and therefore doesn't develop a conscience. You know, it was revealed. Uh, and there are a lot of them. It was revealed a couple of years ago that a, a very high percentage of CEOs and companies in America are psychopaths. Now, that doesn't mean they're well, killers. They're, yeah. I think you kind of right. have to be to get up to that. Yeah, maybe, maybe you <laughs> really do. do. Maybe you do. <laughs> and politicians, sure. too. You, to, yeah, you need sharp elbows, that's for sure. Well, no, but no. You, you have to think about you know the people that... Uh, Look, somebody who's making billions of dollars denying people medicine and all that. I mean, yeah. they have to yeah, be. Yeah, that's right. No, they you're they right. cannot empathize with people to do that. There's no doubt about that. I don't know necessarily that I would say that they that they um, are all or that that's a prerequisite in order to be a CEO. Right, right. Uh, somebody in, in the upper echelons of the corporate world. But a lot of them are because... They have sharp elbows. They are the fighters. They are the people that will quash other people. And those other people that they quash will either go away or, uh, you know, they're not going to succeed to the same stratosphere of uh, of the corporate life. Uh, And so, unfortunately, there are a lot of them, yes. But that doesn't mean that you have to be a psychopath or a sociopath in order to succeed. It just helps a little if bit. that was the truth. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Bill Gates went pretty far by being nice no. to people. Yeah, he did. But yeah, that's that's the idea. So, O.J. Simpson was a big, was my big shocker in my life because I was no, an O.J. fan. And he was always such a pleasant, really soft-spoken, nice guy. I guess not always. in person. T- no, but he always On was TV. when you saw yeah. him. And yeah. he was always yeah. real nice. And, and for him to, to be who he is, it was just a blew me away. That's, I was, that's why I was asking you that, Joyce, earlier, because I should mention um, that Joyce Short is a rape survivor herself. Uh, um, and I don't know what to say about that, Joyce. I can't really say I'm, I'm sorry that I'm a man. I mean, it, it's a horrible thing. And the reason I brought up that thing earlier, do, do women have a sixth sense or whatever? Um, since that whole Bill Cosby thing started, 11 women, uh, you know, I do a morning show here too, so a lot of people know who I am in the state, so, you know, that's probably part of it, but 11 women have come to me and told me that they were raped. Um, women also love to hug me for some reason. They just feel safe, and that's why I was wondering uh, if women do know when a guy is safe, I, I, and I think you're right, that there's no way possible that they could know, but I just... It's unfortunate. Yeah. It is unfortunate. But, yeah. um, you know, it's very, very. It, it's, it's too easy to. First of all, somebody who has emotional empathy is going to be more gullible than yeah. a person without it. Yeah. Uh, it's just a part of the nature of what that emotional chemistry does to you that's going on in your brain. Uh, we have that emotional chemistry that couples us with people. And someone that has a significant amount of emotional empathy is going to be forgiving. Uh, they're going to feel that it's their responsibility when they love someone to be forgiving mm-hmm. and to look past the things that might 
be a red flag to somebody with a little bit less emotional empathy. Yeah, uh, Jerry, so, I will tell you, my the more loving you are, <laughs> yeah. the more gullible, and then more easily fooled uh, you can be. Here's the deal. So, I um, yeah. my mother. Uh, is no longer with us. But if, if there is a God and there is a heaven, I could never force myself on a woman because once I got to heaven, my mother would never talk to me again. You know, as I said, I was raised by a woman. So it's just not in my brain to force myself on anybody. You know, I don't see what any, how anybody could enjoy it. I don't understand how. Right. It, I how just do don't you? Get how it. do you enjoy? My how, brain doesn't well, function that way. I, uh, well, that's they're sick. Torture. Yeah. I just. But you know, I need to I need to throw something out for you to to chew on a little bit, and that is that uh, force is not the only way to conduct sure. this, uh, sexual sure. assault. Yep. Harvey Weinstein has given us a, one example of another way where you're using a power differential. Yes. Uh, you're actually coercing the person. Uh, they're afraid of what you're going to do to them or their career if they don't go along with you. If you're demanding sexual favors or you're exposing yourself, uh, why do they not walk out the door? They don't walk out the door because they're afraid of what you're going to do to them. That's coercion. There was a case case like 10 years ago of somebody hypnotizing a guy hypnotized a couple of women and, and raped them as they're hypnotized. Yeah. yeah. That's unbelievable. They no longer have the cognitive clarity uh, to actually differentiate information. Uh, if you're not, uh, you know, model penal code tells us that uh, consent is ineffective if induced by force, duress, or deception. So those are the three ways. And in fact, I just did a TED Talk about this subject that they're going to see come out in about, I think, about four weeks from now. I did it about a month ago. It takes them about two months to get it up and running in the TED mm-hmm. universe. So mm-hmm. I did a TED, TEDx talk uh, at uh, Ursuline Academy in Wilmington, Delaware. And uh, what I stressed was, and I've actually been sexually assaulted three times, mm-hmm. and one was by force. One was by uh, duress, and one was by deception. So that's probably what launched me on this path in order to clarify what consent is so that people can begin to understand why we don't have the laws right now that really put an end to sexual assault. And, and we don't I, have I, mentality I also think in our laws. I also think some cities are overwhelmed. Too. Like New York City is 20 years behind on their rape test kits. 20 years. God. That's a lot of rapes going on. Joyce, thank yeah. you very much yeah. for your time today. I, uh, unless you can, if you, if you have more to say, we can we take about a five-minute break here. If you'd like to come back for another segment, that'd be great. Or, but if you need to go. I'd be happy to. I'd All right. be happy to. Yeah. If you want to hold on for about five minutes, we'll be right back, okay? Joyce Short, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about her books when we come back as well. Tom Bernard Show.